Judas in my mind. If you didn't sing along with Judas in my mind this past week, are you even a wrestling fan? <laughs> Welcome to the Funk It Pod. Welcome to Wrestling Wednesday, because it's Wednesday somewhere, and it's time to talk about all things wrestling, all things that matter in wrestling this past week, up until now, this Wednesday evening. And you might remember I banished Raw from this show for a while now. I'm still sticking to it. Raw is still banished. So we're talking about the two wrestling shows that actually delivered this past week. Smackdown and, of course, AEW Dynamite, Blood and Guts. I think, I'm not sure, I think this week we saw Blood and Guts. What do you think? <laughs> After they mentioned Blood and Guts a thousand times in last week's show, I think... I think this week we saw Blood and Guts. And let's just start with Blood and Guts right away because, to be frank, this was clearly the best wrestling show this week. AW Dynamite, Blood and Guts, I say that another time as well, was just awesome. It kicked things off with Moxley and Eddie Kingston versus Kenny Omega and MT <laughs> Mount Nakasawa. Mike Nakasawa, um, yeah. It was as expected, kind of, um, right? So, of course, Mox and Kingston somehow thought it would be a, a, tag, a fair tag team fight. I don't know why. Um, but, of course, Omega didn't really... First of all, Omega didn't come out. Omega attacked uh, Mox, I think, from behind um, while they only saw Nakasawa in the ring. Eventually, of course, Kingston and Moxley would take get the upper hand by obviously mostly beating on Nakasawa. And eventually they would have the Japanese wrestling icon um, isolated and were about to hit the finishing move. They said, hey, Kenny, want to come in and want to save your, your, your boy here? And Kenny was just like, oh, whatever, you take him out. Uh, I don't care. So Kenny then disappeared. They hit the finisher, um, won the match. Then... The Young Bucks came walking out, um, distracting Moxley and Kingston after they won the match. They kind of turned around, couldn't return around, and then the Good Brothers just took them down. And then, of course, four on two, dismantling of John Moxley and Eddie Kingston with a super kick in the end to obviously um, put a stamp on it. Omega, of course, came out uh, laughing and punished uh, Moxley. And Kingston further. There was a nice setup. That, that was what we expected it would be. Um, yeah, that drives the story further. Um, the hate between Omega and Moxley, uh, the Good Brothers, the Young Bucks, everybody involved, of course, from that uh, team, if I want to call it like this. So that was fun. That was cool. Um, I, I The only thing that I'm not a big fan of is like that Moxley and Kingston always act a little bit naive. Like, hey, they're coming for a tag team match. You know very well that this is not going to be a normal tag team match when there's like Kenny, Ome Kenny Omega and then Don Callis around with the Young Bucks, a good brother somewhere. So stop being so stupid. And but that's a babyface problem, right? Babyfaces are always stupid for some reason. Okay, then we get an announcement for the World Championship because um, Kenny Omega takes the mic says, like, okay, we all know that Pac defeated me in, um, in tag team competition. He made me tap out. He defeated me. We are all looking forward to this match. And let's just announce it's going to be Kenny Omega versus Pac. And then we get like the intermission from Tony. And he's like, yeah, um, it's going to be the winner of Pac versus 
and then Orange Cassidy walks in versus Orange Cassidy. And then Kenny just takes like five minutes of bad, 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 bad promo time <laughs> to basically dress down or annoy or, I don't know, try to make fun or bully Orange Cassidy. It wasn't the best promo of all. And sometimes it seems like Kenny just forgot what he was about to say or get, got stuck in between. I don't know. But, well, he was kind of trying to bully Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy was just like looking like, oh, what the fuck, man? Um, yeah, so that, that was it. Kenny says there's no chance Orange Cassidy wins, of course, and he's expecting Pac to face him. Will Orange Cassidy actually beat Pac? Um, we also get um, another announcement. Miro is uh, there yelling at the camera and says that next week the man who doesn't mind dying will face the man who doesn't mind killing or something like this. So Miro versus Darby Allen for the TNT Championship next week on AW Dynamite. That's cool. Um, what else did we have? We also had um, Cody Rhodes um, versus QT Marshall. That was decent. I'm just I'm not a big fan of either of those two guys, to be quite fair. Um, it was decent, though. They had some hesitation moves in between where you think, oh, now they're not gelling, not that smooth. But other than that, it was fun back and forth. Um, they countered each other's finishers and so on. So all good. Cody... Um, one and then out comes Agogo <laughs> and just punches him, the stomach punch, and then Cody is down and out and he puts the Union Jack over him. This is a stupid move, especially he came walking from the back so you can see him like a minute before he arrives in the ring. Like everyone sees him. <laughs> just Cody was like, what? I don't see anything. Uh, uh, we didn't see Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page, like, I know, boasting about what he did last week. They're getting attacked by Darby Allen. Um, well, so to show, like, ah, you can just push me around. Nice. Um, we had a singles match in between Dr. Britt Brit Baker, DMD. Uh, did I do this right? Versus Julia Hart. And of course, Dr. Britt Baker, uh, was just pushing her around, was win winning easily. That was just to put her over, of course. She didn't even cover her and put her up from the cover again and then put in the submission to win via submission. That was everything it needed to be and sets up the women's uh, title match that Dr. Britt Baker now, of course, deserves. We also had a four way no is it four way is a four way tag team elimination match between uh, SCU SCU um, the acclaimed Jurassic Express and the Varsity Blondes and of course SCU had to win because we need SCU versus the Young Bucks for the title next week right of course but it was that was fun um, those four way tag matches aren't always great because it's always very similar formulas in my opinion so it's not always that exciting so it's like one takes out the other one and then another team is in there um, but it was fun for what it, what it was i believe um, everyone showed up showed up um still not a big fan of Jurassic express to be honest i'm sorry but they they also did well for what they did mm, yeah and seu winning here was of course the right call because now we can see will seu be able to take the titles from nick and matt jackson 
or will they have to split? Because they said we're going to split if you lose one more time. Let's see. Um, but it's cool to see like the OGs here getting getting another shot, another highlight uh, match, of course. We then had, um, of course, the main event. And now I have to look at some of my notes so that I don't forget anything. Because it was, of course, a long match. And it was a good match. And it was amazing. And it was blood and guts. Blood and guts. The Pine Pinnacle, <laughs> Pinnacle versus the Inner Circle. And of course, the way the Inner Circle came out to Judas in my mind and the, uh, the arena singing Judas in, Judas in my mind was amazing. Um, the Pinnacle coming out and of course, um, all heelish and so on. And Sammy Guara kicked things off, as he said last week, for um, the Inner Circle. Faced off first, I think, against Dex Harwood. It still looks like a, sounds like a pawn name, by the way, obviously. Um, so they kicked it off first five minutes one-on-one, uh, -on -one, and then in two-minute intervals, one team member each would join the first for the pinnacle, then two minutes later for the inner circle, and so on, until the last one that joins, which would be uh, Chris Jericho, and then it's like an all-out brawl, and then you can win by either submission or um, forfeit, surrender. That's what it's called, not by pinning. And it was, of course, it was like bad back and forth. And I can't, I can't explain what all happened. You have to watch it. It was fun from the get go. Sammy Guevara just went crazy from the get go. Uh, clearly the MVP of the match, I believe. Uh, he really impressed here. Uh, fast paced stuff. Storytelling was great. Um, hardcore stuff. They were decks. Howard started to bleed very, very early on, and had his whole face uh, full of blood at the end. Um, even Jack Hager and Wardlow, who are usually not been the biggest fan of, delivered like with the brawling back and forth. Santana and Ortiz all crazy all over the place throwing chairs around and hitting hitting like the crazy moves. Um, yeah, then with I don't know the with uh, um, Dex Harwood uh, and and Wheeler being like all cerebral, that was all very very well done. Everybody stuck st stuck to their characters, and it made sense. Of course, MJF coming in last for the pinnacle, being like all Weasley and just taking his time and pick his uh, shots and so on. But then eventually, uh, the inner circle took over, beat them all down with chairs and bats and whatnot, kind of also isolated everybody and then was just beating on MJF. Like MJF was like bleeding all over. He was done. It was all said and, and done. They could have won easily anytime they chose, but they chose to punish everybody first. They were beating on MJF, beating on everybody else in the ring, just blooding them more and more. And then Tully Blanchard eventually would get involved, would knock down the referee, would open, would steal the, the key, open the door, and then MJF tries to escape and try and climb up um, the cage. Jericho follows him. Of course, Jericho follows him. And then they have like an exchange on top. Jericho uh, puts him in the line tear, the walls of Jericho. On top of the on top of the cage, my oh my god, they got children, do they? Um, they got kids. Um, and then above ground pool, no, there was something else. Uh, <laughs> so he, he puts him in the lion tail like walls of Jericho, and has it has it in, and you think, okay, he's gonna tap now on top of the on top of the cage. It's gonna be a cool visual, and then low blow from MTF to Jericho, well, where it hurts the most. So Jericho 
like rinsing out and then the tides turn of course then mjf puts on like the salt of the earth emission, uh, submission jericho doesn't tap mjf let's go why would you let go you're on top of the cage no one is near jericho can't go anywhere they can't force the break with with a with a rope why wouldn't you hold on until it breaks just saying but he lets go stomps the hand a few times then puts it in again same thing again let's go again MJF, you know, that's smart after all. And then stomps the head, Hennigan and whatnot. Little bit back and forth, takes the ring, punches Jericho in the face and then slowly has him at the edge of the cage and then says, hey, if you don't surrender right now, I'm going to throw Jericho off. And then eventually a little bit yelling back and forth and then Sammy Guevara says, okay, we surrender, don't throw him off the cage. That's then how the pinnacle wins. Yes, we won. And then, of course... What happens? Yes, MJF of course still pushes Jericho off the off the cage into the concrete whatever AEW signs that obviously break rather easily once Jericho hits them, and you can see all the the soft mats beneath them. That was not that well done. I mean, it, I think the impact is looks more crazy if there's an announce table and then you have those those, those cushions beneath the announce table uh, rather than what they did here. Did they not test it before? Also, this concrete surface was rather high. So the fall from the cage, it, it looked like it's only like two thirds of the actual height. So it didn't, didn't look that terrible, but okay, I means still the fall from the cage, but, but like it didn't look that bad in, in the end. Sorry. That's one thing that, um, Shane McMahon does a little bit better. But overall, uh, it was, of course, an amazing match. It was great. It was storytelling, action, fast-paced, but also methodical, brutal, everything you want um, in a blood and guts match, of course. Um, American Dream would have been proud of what, what, what they showed here. It was just great. Um, I loved it from the, from the beginning to the end. Um, I, was, oh, I was, of course, like almost already happy when I saw Jericho up there with the line walls of Jericho. Mm, but then this twist at the very end, of course, makes sense because you want the young heel up and come or you want them uh, being put over. Now, maybe Jericho has to take some time off. Who knows? And Sammy Guevara can step up and be like the, the de facto leader for the inner circle, maybe. So this should be, um, this should be fun. So everything awesome. Um, taking my notes if I forgot anything. No, lots of fun. Love it. Amazing show. AW. Thanks for that. Um, yeah. Great, 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 great. I think if, if I would give grades, speaking of great, um, I think the worst one might have been the, the four-way tag team. C plus-ish, maybe? And the best one would have been the main event with like a straight A, of course. That was amazing. Loved it from, yeah, loved everything about it. Great. Thank you, AW. That was fun. Um, what was also fun, look at this, how smooth we are today. What was also fun, very smooth and not presented by Manscaped. Still smooth. <laughs> um, also smooth. Um, no, also fun. <laughs> smooth, yeah, also smooth. Smackdown, Smackdown last Friday. Roman Reigns, Daniel Bryan. Awesome TV match. Like, hey, WWE, you can do it. You can, you can put on good TV matches. Who would have thought that? That was a huge, like, I'm, yeah, I say it all the time, but it's, of course it's a back and forth. It's a wrestling match. So it's back and forth. Daniel Bryan really showed, showed out here, showed off. 
showed everything he, he he had it was like either champion or leave smackdown get banished from smackdown uh, i don't want to say because i'm still not that high on roman reigns but of course he's much better as a heel and so on and he comes in, into his own it was a fantastic match between roman reigns and daniel bryan and bryan hit a few near falls finishers hit a running knee like, oh d- does he get it actually are they pulling the trigger now again what but of course no Roman Reigns was a few near few near falls as well. That Brian even locked in the yes lock at, at some point, but um didn't lead to the the victory. Then eventually Reigns would took over, would just snap and just like power bomb him and spear him and ground and pound him. Then eventually he looks in like uh, locks in a guillotine choke. Um, you have to switch the, the arm because Daniel Bryan attacked the other arm, the strong arm, the, the right arm. Um, throw the balls over. That was cool. And then after the match, of course, uh, Reigns just went bonkers, grabbed a chair, continued the assault. Cesaro ran in to, 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 to prevent worse, try to blitz Reigns. And um, with a few uppercuts, of course, but then Uso is there, of course, then eventually managed to tie Cesaro up in the ropes and, and like he's hanging in the ropes, being like all tied up, can't do anything. Um, and, then he has to look onto like how Reigns hits Daniel Bryan with a concerto. Um, and then that's how the show went off the air. So Daniel Bryan are banished and also written off and with, from, with a great match. And we just heard in a few days later that apparently his contract with WWE also expired. And so right now it's apparently still up in the air whether or not Daniel Bryan will resign, quite likely, or maybe try his luck somewhere else. Most fantastic. Great match. Really well done can't hate on this and i like to hate on reigns matches can't hate on this that was well done good job uh brian daniels on the american dragon <laughs> yeah i said it um no it was cool that was that was fun what was also kind of fun was the ic title match between big e and apollo cruz uh Again, like the, the two power guys, like back and forth, Apollo Crews with some fancy flips and flops. Not, not, not that many anymore since he's a heel now, of course, and heels don't do fancy flips and flops. Um, and then eventually, like first Cruz hit a few few moves that you think, oh, now he's going to go for the finisher. But then Big E, of course, um, countered, hit the big ending covers but then uh, of course Gen- is it general is it a general general assis um then pulls him off uh interference of course that's a dq but you you know the championship doesn't change hands on a dq then kevin owens comes running out interferes try to help big e or try to beat down general assis assis then kind of try try to fight them off and so on and then eventually um, you can see as he's pushing Owens in the corner. Owens is in the corner on the tur- uh, hanging the, uh, at the turnbuckle. And then Sami Zayn out of nowhere with a halluva kick. Out of nowhere with a halluva kick. Um, and then so Owens is out. And then uh, Sami Zayn tries to delic- the, the direct uh, General Assis. Is it General actually? Um, tries to direct him. Like, yeah, pick him up, pick him up. Let's do it. But then he actually gets hit with the, what's it? The Nigerian nail or something like this. So he gets um, hit with the move by um it's nigerian nail i wrote it down the nigerian nail um by by mr general aziz so we're not making any friends here aziz is saying he says no <laughs> uh, so the, the queue was predictable because of course they're not going to switch um the championship on a tv show again um so it 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 keeps telling the story. It's kind of fun to see Sami Zayn, like of course, like being naive again and thinking, "Hey, we both gang up on him," and then he he suffers um, the the Nigerian nail by himself. But 
it was very predictable. <laughs> it's like, of course, they're going to have the queue. Of course, they're going to interfere. Of course, it's going to be insane and ons. So, yeah, it was okay, but not great. We had a few other things that were okay, but not that great. I think um, we had the Street Profits and Bianca Belair versus Bailey and uh, Bobby, no, uh, sorry, Robert Root and uh, Dolph Ziggler. Where, of course, then uh, the Street Profits and uh, Bianca Belair won. Uh, after a frog splash again, Montes Ford. Um, of course, they had a, ball, a brawl like, between Bailey and Belair because that's what we came for, of course. That's what had to happen. Um, because they, of course, won a um, fight for the SmackDown women's title at, and I wrote it down again so I don't forget it because I forget to say it all the time, WrestleMania backlash. Not just backlash anymore, it's WrestleMania backlash. And after the WrestleMania, I know... Money in the bank. WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah. We had my favorite match of all. This happens every week. <laughs> Tamina and Natalia defeating Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax. Fantastic. Um, we had Tamina hitting a, hitting a splash on Baszler uh, even before the match. And then Tamina and Natalia attacked them. And yeah, whatever. Oh, seriously, what, I've seen it a thousand times now. It's so boring. Oh, please move on. What's also a bit boring already, even though it's just the second week, is Alistair Black with like a weird vignette again reading. Um, let me read it too. Tales from the Dark Father. Talking about like his time in high school. Um, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I get like the, the creepy stuff, but then also, uh, A, we all remember how Alistair Black was before he was written off TV for like six months or so now. But then this again, like another creepy stalker or like a creepy dude. I don't know. I would have liked to see something more unique. It's not. It's really not that that great. So I'm not a big fan of this yet. Even though I'm a fan of Alistair Black's movements and like his skill set, not a big fan of his personas just until up to now. So let's see where this goes. Not gonna touch too too soon. Um, let's give him a chance because his skill set is amazing. So uh, let's hope. He can make the best of that. Overall, SmackDown was all right with like a really amazing, great, fantastic A++ uh, main event. So go watch that if you haven't uh, done so already. AW was just almost great, continuously great from the beginning to the end. Let's forget the the, the, the Cody match, even though it wasn't that bad, actually. And let's forget the, the four-way tag match. It was, also wasn't that bad. But other than that, it was like basically all ace. So um, Blood and Guts... Thanks for that. It was awesome. SmackDown was cool too. Um, let's see what happens to Daniel Bryan or Bryan Danielson in in the near future. Uh, let me know what you think. How, what what's your feeling about SmackDown? Did you like the decisions with the IC match? Uh, did you enjoy Tamina and Natalia with the Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax? Um, what is what were your thoughts on Blood and Guts? Blood and Guts? Blood and Guts? Blood and Guts? And what's pretty cool, actually, is that Blood and Guts didn't just stop at Blood and Guts. It set up like more championship matches and matches with lots of uh, importance for next week. So that, I appreciate that. So that's going to be cool. Let me know your thoughts either on the comment section, social media, or of course via email, funkitpod at gmail.com. See you there. And until, ten, uh, but, uh, until then, don't forget to always kick out on two. See you then. <laughs>